Let's take off, baby. Let's just drive, honey, into the night sky, to the sunset shine, into the day, baby. Let's go traveling. Let's go traveling. Let's go traveling. Let's go traveling. This is Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz, along with Nick Nurbin from Pure Michigan. Michigan visitors and residents alike have taken a liking to Michigan craft beer. You might know that Grand Rapids is Beer City, USA, and that we have a whole lot of great crafters all over the state. Well-known brands like Shorts Brewing and lesser-known makers like Alpha Michigan Brewing Company, Chelsea's Backyard Beer Garden, and Beards Brewing. I'll tell you all about them next as we travel Michigan, where your trip begins at michigan.org. Let's go traveling. Let's go traveling. Welcome to Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz, along with Nick Nurbin from Pure Michigan. And again, this week, we're going to have a special show uh, for today. Uh, you know, quite often we'll talk to people uh, with a variety of interests and from all over the state uh, explaining why you should visit those areas. And we're going to still do that, but we're going to feature some of our crafters specifically some of our beer crafters on today's program. So I'm really happy you're here, Nick, because you know I'm not an expert in this area. Well, you know, Dave, Michigan is one of the top states in the country for the number of breweries and the quality of breweries. There are many breweries like Bells and Founders that are flagships that are known in household names across the country. But there are so many, almost 400 breweries across the state that do so much for their communities. They brew fantastic beer. They provide places to gather all kinds of different things. And our first guest today, we're gonna to head over to the Western Upper Peninsula and talk with Mike Bjork of Alpha Michigan Brewing Company. And Mike, we're told that Alpha Michigan is the smallest village in America with a brewery. Has that been confirmed? Well, there's, it's been challenged quite often <laughs> and nobody has uh, proved it not to be. Um, and we jokingly say, it's kind of like when you name something, um, you've got to prove that it isn't. So. As far as we're concerned, it is confirmed. Absolutely. That, that's what you should do. And, and, and it's a really cool little area. Tell us where Al Alpha is. Alpha is a very, very small village, and it is actually a village. So that's why even with smallest village, people have you know, said, well, we may be smaller and have a brewery, but they're a town. So uh, Alpha is located about 30 miles from Iron Mountain, which is usually the major city that people recognize. It's five miles from Crystal Falls and about 16 miles from Iron River um, in Iron County, Michigan. That's a special area. And, Nick, this is such a small town. I actually thought it was, you know, part of the township. I didn't know it was a separate village. Uh, and it sounds like it's uh, worthy of the trip up there. Tell us about Alpha Brewing. It uh, sounds like a, a fun place. Alpha Michigan Brewing Company. It is a fun place. Um, the, the building that we're actually in was the bus garage when the school um, was here in Alpha. Um, there was consolidation of the school in 1967, and uh, the bus garage was turned into the Alpha Mastodon Township Fire Department. Um, it remained that way until they built a new fire station, and then in 2006, 
um, it became a general store. The general store closed in 2016, and uh, at that time, we acquired the building, and we established the Alpha Michigan Brewing Company. Hmm. So there's a lot of history to the building. Um, the windows were the old bays for the buses and for the fire trucks. Um, there was an office added for the fire chief, so uh, we converted it into a brewery. It had a nice walk-in cooler thanks to the old general store that was there. Oh, well, and that's wow. one of the things I love about a lot of these community breweries is that there's a unique story to the building or to the name, and it really does take on some of the character of the community. And that's one thing I'm curious about, Mike, is the inspiration behind saying, all right, we're going to try to brew some beer. We're going to brew some beer here and serve it in the community. What was the inspiration to start brewing? <laughs> the inspiration were our original partners. We were sitting drinking beer one night. <laughs> of course, and yeah. We said, this beer is pretty good. We like craft beer. Um, two of the folks had actually purchased a really antiquated system and hadn't used it. And they said, hey, why don't we try to uh, brew some beer? Well, we did. And fortunately, um, it took about a year to get all our licensing done. But during that period of time, we were able to brew different batches of beer, see how they came out. And the most important thing was we were able to repeat the process because anybody can brew beer at home. Um, and whether it turns out good or not, you're going to drink it. Yeah. But when you're yeah. selling it to the public, You've got to make sure that you're consistent with it. Whether you like Budweiser or Miller or any of the other beers, the most important thing is whenever you have it, it has to taste the same. Oh, that's that's really cool. And and I know you actually you have several taps. It looks like you have twelve beers on tap. Have you brewed all of them? Oh yes, we've we've in fact since we've opened, we've brewed fifty-one different style beers. Wow. Um, we try to keep about six of our mainstays on tap regularly, and our business model is to um, rotate seasonal beers in. And as we do that, we also introduce new beers. Well, it, it's always interesting to hear about the different beer styles that people experiment with and different breweries uh, take advantage of seasonally. I did want to mention something uh, that, that you do focus on there. If I think of the Upper Peninsula, a lot of times I think of pasties. And you guys have a special event there that you do uh, weekly. Is that right? Uh, correct. We, we try to um, work with a lot of the local businesses because what we try to do is, you know, and to be an incubator and to promote them. And uh, we have the pasty corner in Iron River awesome. that um, they bring pasties to the brewery every Thursday. And you can order in advance and they'll bring them there. Um, they're in a pasty warmer that we have and you can enjoy them at the brewery or you can enjoy them to take home. And it really extends the reach of the pasty corner as well in Iron River. Well, it sounds like it is made just for this part of the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, a very unique, beautiful place that people need to head to. And uh, it doesn't just have to be in the summertime either. I'll have to tell you, if you go this fall, you're going to see some spectacular colors out there. And before you know it, winter, this is a great place to go for skiing as well. Make sure to stop at... Alpha Michigan Brewing Company. You're going to be glad you did in the teeny little village of Alpha. There was another like trivia piece that I saw somewhere about that. Nick. Yeah, what about was that? the first traffic circle in Michigan built in 1914. There you go. So you can you can ride in circles before you go there. That's right. So it's it's Alpha. Get over there. The website is alphamibeer.com, and our thanks to Mike Bjork for being with us today. We're going to head over to Shorts Brewing next. Here on Travel Michigan, where your trip begins at michigan.org.
It's Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz along with Nick Nurbin. And Nick, I know we're talking about uh, craft beer from all over the state. We were just talking to one of the lesser known places, which sounded like a lot of fun, by the mm-hmm. way. Absolutely. Uh, now we're heading to a very well-known uh, place for craft beer and uh, a very appreciated place as well. Yeah, we're going to head up to northwest lower Michigan to the beautiful community of Bel Air and Elk Rapids up in that neck of the woods. Shorts Brewing has become a, a popular destination uh, for craft beer tourism as well as just a place to grab a bite to eat. Wonderful food there in Bel Air. And we're talking with Krista Brenner from Shorts. And Krista, we've been really pleased to partner with Shorts on a series of seasonal beers. And this time of year, we're really enjoying the Pure Michigan Shorts fall IPA and uh, tell us about how the beer has been received and uh, and how people enjoy it there in the pub. Oh, Pure Michigan fall. Um, first of all, thanks for having me. Um, our Pure Michigan series is so much fun to, for us to make. Uh, we're able to leverage um, all Michigan ingredients from local vendors. Um, so it's a very uh, awesome product that really celebrates everything we love about Michigan and the beer culture. Um, and, you know, I think it might not be a popular opinion, but I'm really looking forward to fall. So I'm, I'm very into September already. I'm there. Yeah. Um, so I have been enjoying Pure Michigan fall uh, for the last couple of weeks. So we, we wanted to get it out in time for the first day of fall this year um, and to make sure that as soon as those leaves started changing, um, you had a pure Michigan fall to enjoy with the, the seasonal change. Well, you found the right timing because I was in the UP uh, a couple weeks ago already, and it was already starting to turn. So good to see that that uh, pure Michigan IPA is out there. Sounds like a lot of fun. Oh, it's so good. And we've got some great events coming up with some of our local partners um, to really uh um, enhance your season. So we'll, we'll have chairlift rides um, with Shanty Creek and we'll be doing um, some events with Boyne Mountain uh, on their sky bridge uh, for premium lease peeping. So make sure you hmm. check that out on our website at shortsbrewing.com. Yeah, I, I came up last year and did one of the chairlift rides for the fall colors. And I'll tell you, the, the view from the chairlift of the surrounding hills around Shanty Creek is spectacular. And, of course, you can enjoy Shorts beers while you're up in the area. And fall is such a, a fun time of year, and a lot of breweries you know, participate with fall events. And I know you've got a specific event happening this year that really should be awesome. I don't know if your listeners know, but we actually opened up a brand new space in Bel Air this summer, um, right across from the pub. It's a big beer garden. We built a massive stage in about 13 days, right ahead of our anniversary mm-hmm. in April. Um, so all summer long, we've had music and food trucks. Um, and then coming into, obviously, September, all of our fall beers are starting to come out. So it's Oktoberfest season, which is one of our favorite times of year, lots of great um, Marzins and German-style beers out there. Um, but we'll be actually hosting Oktoberfest with the Red Elvises um, on September 30th in Bel Air this year. So Joe is really fired up. We're getting some sweet glassware for it. So come get a stein and uh, celebrate Oktoberfest with us at the, the beer garden. For those who are familiar with Shorts and the Bel Air Pub, music has been a big part of the growth and tradition there at the pub. You know, and one of those artists that has performed there many times, Billy Strings, you have been doing a collaboration with Billy, and uh, that's gone pretty well, hasn't it? Yeah, so we love Billy, and we're big Billy Strings fans um, up here. 
and Billy started playing our pub um, during open mic nights and other, you know, weekly kind of music lineups that we would have at the pub back in the day. Um, he played our 10-year anniversary party, and we're going to be 20 this coming year. So um, we go way back. We have this opportunity to uh, work with him on a product. So um, we worked with Billy to identify flavors that he liked, and we selected artwork and artists that he wanted to work with. Um, and then ultimately the culmination is our very first non-alcoholic product. It's actually a sparkling hop water. Mm. Um, it's lemon-lime flavored. It's called Thirst Mutilator. Um, and I dare you to have one and not say it's the most refreshing, delicious beverage that doesn't have alcohol in it that you've had. Because mm. they are so good. So definitely track that down. But uh, that's been a really awesome, fun project for us. And we'll actually be going out to um, Colorado in September to support um, the Renewal Festival, which is his annual festival out in Buena Vista. So the Shorts crew is looking forward to uh, taking our love of music and craft beverages um, out to Colorado for a little bit. Well, I'm really thrilled to hear about the Thirst Mutilator because I don't drink alcohol, but I go to mm -hmm. places like Shorts because the really cool atmosphere. So I really like it when you think about the entire group uh, by producing this type of a product. So I'll look for it. I do have to ask you, Red Elvises, <laughs> what, is, that a, is that a musical group? I'm just hoping it is. Yes. <laughs> it's like, yes. Okay, it's a September band. 30th. Yep. Got we it. We will not right. have a Red Elvis. There you no, go. We will, have okay. a, we will have a band. They're wonderful, really high energy. It should be a great time. Awesome. Okay. And that, they'll be performing on September 30th at your beer garden. That's, that's really cool. So. Yep. It is that time of the year where uh, craft beer and wine really becomes very popular. Um, what should people be drinking from Shorts right now? Oh, that's a great question. We have so many awesome beers out, um, you know, year-round, obviously, but then our seasonal releases are so good right now. Um, first off, everyone, if you don't have a Locals Light in your hand, I would encourage you to grab one. Um, we've had so much support from Michigan this year. We're so grateful. It's actually the number one selling craft lager in Michigan right now, hmm. um, which awesome. is really exciting. We beat out some pretty big brands. This was just a little guy still. Hmm. So we beat out some pretty big brands to steal that spot. So we're really grateful that everyone's choosing locals as their, um, you know, their craft lager of choice. Um, it's all grain and it's low cal and low carb. So it's really like the most bang for your buck. It's delicious. We're getting into um, the fall season right now with cider, and uh, I don't know if everyone knows, but we do also have a cider company called Starcut. Um, it's one of our, our little side passion projects, and we release some amazing ciders um, from that line as well. Well, I'm glad you mentioned uh, Starcut, Krista, because in the fall, a lot of folks associate going to the cider mills and getting out and mm -hmm. doing things with the apple orchards. And in the fall, there's so many different opportunities to try unique beverages of all kinds. And I know Shorts over the years has been one that really does look to experiment a bit and create unique creative combinations. And it's a great time in the fall to experience that for both from Starcut and from Shorts. What are some of the things we can look forward to this fall that might be we may not be aware of yet? Oh, sure. So we've obviously, you know, we talked about Starcut. We talked about Pure Michigan Fall, and that's out now. Pumpkin Crusher um, <laughs> is a, a, a lovely beer. We actually put real pumpkin puree in it. So unlike a lot of folks that are just using pumpkin spice, we're actually using pumpkin. Um, that's an awesome beer. We release that in cans, so that's available now. And then you'll see more of it coming on draft as we get closer to Halloween. We know everyone doesn't want to celebrate 
fall. The Magician is out right now, which is a product we don't package very often. And then we've got some great beers um, coming on deck um, into the fall and winter. Um, our like Spruce Pilsner will be coming out soon. We're actually going to release chocolate wheat. Um, spoiler alert to everybody. Chocolate wheat will be coming uh, yet this year, so that's really exciting. Um, and Hoppy Holidays, obviously a favorite time of year where you get lots of incredible hoppy beers from shorts. So we've got a lot We've got a lot going on in the fourth quarter we're really excited to share. And your 20th anniversary is next year. I know. It's so hard to believe. I mean, I'm sure everybody remembers where they were 20 years ago when they had their first shorts year. Uh, I certainly do. I was up at Lakes to the North, and it was top grade. Um, it's crazy to think that it's been that long, and it's exciting to be a part of that journey. But, um, yeah, we're looking forward to our 20th year. We're going to bring out some of the beers that we first had on tap. So anybody that came to the pub in those first couple years, um, we'll be uh, releasing some throwback beers, and you know Joe loves um, to throw his parties, so I'm sure he's working on something right now for that celebration. Well, it sounds like it's going to be a, a great deal of fun, as it always is when we visit Shorts Brewing up there in Bel Air. Uh, and I have to tell you, I have to put a pitch in for the food. The food is mm-hmm. awesome, so check out the beers, but make sure you head there for a meal as well. Shorts Brewing, the website is shortsbrewing.com. Our thanks to Krista Brenner for being with us today. We're going to head to the little town of Chelsea near Ann Arbor next, here on Travel Michigan, where your trip begins at michigan.org. Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan, along with Nick Nurbin, also from Pure Michigan. And Nick, this has been fun talking to these uh, various crafters and events holders that uh, kind of celebrate the fact that we have so many craft makers in the state. You know, we primarily really talked about craft beer, even though I think Michigan first got on the um, the map when it comes to craft beverages because of our wineries and in the great wine that we make. We also have all these distilleries in Michigan. There really is something for everyone here. And we get to talk to one more guest before we leave for this program this week. That's right, Dave. Michigan is certainly on the map nationally and globally for craft brewed and distilled and vented beverages. And next we're gonna to head to Petoskey, a beautiful community on the shores of Little Traverse Bay to talk with Emily Hengstebeck. So thanks, Emily, for joining us. And I I wanted to talk to you because Petoskey is such a great town. A lot of folks visit there year after year. It's a wonderful town in all seasons, including the winter, one of my favorite seasons, to ski at the area ski resorts there. And the the addition of the brewing scene in Petoskey has been a great addition. It's already known for wonderful restaurants. And just reading a little bit of background on Beards Brewery, uh, Ben and Peter were home brewers before they started a brewery. And talk a little bit about that inspiration to say, we want to do this and share our beer with the world. Of course, yes. Um, so Ben and Peter grew up in, you know, the Petoskey area, um, and they had a huge uh, passion and enthusiasm um, for that area. Uh, now they both kind of, uh, they went away to school, um, Peter to the West Coast and Ben up to the UP to finish a lot of their schooling. Um but as they did that, they, they both 
kind of um, really developed hobbies for for making things, crafting things. Um, Ben really grew up in the hospitality industry, working jobs, which is very much a foundation in northern Michigan. Um, Peter, uh, you know, he had this huge uh, creative interest in brewing coffee. Hmm. Um, So it was interesting. They both ended up at, you know, opposite coastlines. Um, and they kind of trip into the beer industry because they were interested in creating things, making their own. Um, and that ended up coming all the way back to Petoskey because they did want to come home and start their own business, uh, give back to help grow their community here in Petoskey. And what they saw um, in, you know, the direct downtown area, you know, where we've had historically all of these great bars, restaurants, Um, these infamous shopping boutiques, and not to mention these awesome views and nature all around us, um, they saw we didn't have that community, almost like a beer garden space, Hmm. uh, where people could have that drink, have um, a traditional conversation and a human interaction around, you know, a well-made, handmade drink. So while, yes, they were home brewers before they opened the brewery, um, it had to do with a lot more than just the beer. The mm-hmm. beer was the glue, so to speak. I could see that. Uh, that's the thing I most like about our craft beer locations is that the atmosphere is always fun. There's always something unique that's uh, kind of localized in some way or the other. Um, and uh, it is kind of great to be with the neighbors, even as a visitor. You kind of feel like a neighbor when you head into places yeah. like Beards Brewery. Now, why don't you describe where you're located uh, and uh, how people can find you? Of course. And, you know, we always like to say, too, with Beards, um, with northern Michigan in general, yes, we're, we're a destination, you know, for so many travelers looking for that. Um, that amazing Northern Michigan experience, but we are also a home here. So when we talk about where we're located here in Petoskey, um, you, you know, we say, hey, you're located in, in, our, in our house, so to speak. So our current tap room and kitchen, uh, we are very lucky. We're on the corner of downtown Petoskey, directly overlooking Little Traverse Bay, we like to say we're very famous for our million-dollar sunsets here in Petoskey. <laughs> um, and here at our tap room and kitchen, we're lucky enough to have uh, one of the biggest patios downtown that av- actually overlooks the bay, the break wall, the marina, hmm. the clock tower, all of those elements that really are a part of the identity of downtown Petoskey. Well, it's a spectacular setting to visit, again, in all seasons of the year. But I've got to say, Dave, when, when I talk to folks about visiting Petoskey and visiting Beards Brewery, they talk to me about the food. The food is so excellent there, and I've got to give an endorsement to it. Uh, do you have a specific dish or, or anything that's famous that you enjoy, Emily? Um, yes. So, so, you know, as much we're inspired by our quality craft in beer, and that has really segued into a quality experience overall. So I'm really glad to hear that we're also uh, famous for our food. It all comes together. Um, uh, so, you know, the beer, the food, it just amps up uh, that consumer experience. Uh, so I guess on the menu right now, um, I'm really into our cucumber gazpacho and mm. our comidas tacos. Wow. That does sound good. Do you, do you actually uh, advise people on what beers might pair well with your various menu items? 
Yes, uh, we actually just printed our new fall menu for kind of finishing out this year with some fun new items. Uh, and we also encourage, you know, our, our beards tenders, as we like to call our bartenders, <laughs> are usually there. If we don't have suggestions directly on the menu, our beard tenders are there to kind of help our consumer through kind of not only the beer tasting process, but how to take the beer and pair it really well with the food. Again, we're really here for that full experience. Uh, it sounds so much fun. I know you, you have a campaign you call North of Normal. Uh, explain that. Yeah. Yes. So um, it never gets old talking about the magic, the nostalgia, uh, the environment of northern Michigan. Um, It's such a visual, active, creative, dynamic experience. And, you know, our company and our Beards brand is an ode to that. Um, And I think everyone has an idea of what that looks like in their mind. But specifically, when we say north of normal at Beards, it's because we're taking that visual that people can see in their minds, but we're saying, hey, here's the beards look. Mm. And I, I'll admit to you, I'll be honest, uh, we're kind of a bunch of weirdos sometimes. <laughs> in a good <laughs> we way. Love being, we love being creative. We like to take traditional images, um, animals, landscapes. Uh, we like to add funky colors. We like to put deer in three-piece suits and hand them a guitar. So... We like to, you know, kind of put our own twist on northern Michigan, and that's the campaign right there. Wow, that sounds like fun. Um, I I was looking through the website, and you refer to the Beards Root Cellar. Uh, Is that separate from the regular craft beer location? So it's all in the same building, which is great because, you know, we consider the whole building to be our home. Um, it's just the, the root cellar is one of our newest constructed spaces. It exists in the basement, uh, kind of the downstairs beneath our tap room and kitchen. So while you have this really good traditional northern Michigan brewery and restaurant upstairs, uh, we built the root cellar in the basement as an ode to our original beard tap room, which was buried in an alley but it was the original community beer lounge in downtown Petoskey. Mm-hmm. So wow. we like to say the root cellar is so is thus named because it's us going back to our roots, hmm. but it's also a salute to uh, the beer future in Petoskey. I have now yet another place to stop mm-hmm. when I visit the oh, great place. <laughs> yeah, it's it's you know Petoskey really is. I mean, it's really special. Yes. Uh, and if you've not been to Petoskey before, or if you, like me, have been there many times and you just simply haven't been to Beard's Brewery, now you know uh, why you should go there. I'm going to try this now. Thanks to Emily Hengstebeck for being with us today. She's the harbinger of beer at Beard's Brewing. The website is beardsbrewery.com. This has been fun talking about crafters all throughout the state. We need to do a wine program again one of these days. Maybe we'll do that. too. Yes. We need to do a lot of things. Join us next week because we're done for this week. We'll talk to you next week on Travel Michigan, where your trip begins at Michigan.org. Let's go traveling. Let's go traveling. Let's go traveling.